But they wish and 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 on me. Yeah. I've been moving calm, don't start no trouble with me. Mm-hmm. Trying to keep it peaceful is a struggle for me. Don't pull yeah, up at 6 a.m. to cuddle with me. Mm-hmm. You know how I like it when you loving on me. Yeah. I don't wanna die for them to miss me. Yes, I see the things that they wishing on me. Hope I got some brothers that outlive me. They gon' tell the story was different with me. God's plan. Yep. God's plan. Yo, yo, you. I hold back sometimes I won't. Yep. I feel good sometimes I don't. Yeah. What's good, y'all? You know the vibes we here. You know the vibes on this side. Tune in and lock in with me. It's your boy Q with the Three Day Weekend Podcast. We are here, baby. We are here. Episode nine. Okay. I want you to lock in with me and sit down. I got my glass of wine. We are feeling real good today. I'm telling you that right now. We are feeling real good. Going to make sure that video is crystal clear for my YouTube gang. You know the vibe. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to my listeners everywhere else. I love y'all too. Big shout out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But anyway, we're going to get right into the fucking shits here. We got some news for y'all, okay? I told y'all I was going to get into this shit, so just let me do it. Come on. Let me do it, all right? So I got a couple news things for you. There was some bullshit I did sift through, but... Come on, you know what I'm going to talk about. You just know. You just know because I'm just like everybody else out there. I'm just like you. I know y'all seen what the fuck was going on at the U.S. Capitol building. Can you believe it? I sure as hell can. You know why? Because that motherfucking Trump supporters are bold. Very, 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 very bold. And they've shown us that for four years. And it feels like each year it gradually gets worse and worse. You know, because their leader... Their cult leader, their Ted Bundy or whatever, you know, Ted Bundy, not Ted Bundy, but their leader has been enabling them this entire time. Can you believe it? No. Maybe? Yes, I can. That's for sure. Man, these people look like fucking fools out there. Can you, like, look? go back and look at some of the pictures and look at some of the videos. It was just outrageous, absolutely outrageous. The shit was kind of funny but not funny you know what i mean like you go on twitter and twitter makes a joke out of fucking everything because that's normally what twitter is going to do in a situation like this always in a crisis you can count on black twitter to be lit no matter what that was going all fucking week and they did not disappoint so there was a couple things here there's a couple things to go down here there was a gentleman he did end up passing away a few people passed away um, one person directly from a capital officer, I'll get into that after, but this one gentleman, he did happen to pass away, unfortunately, or however you feel, whatever, from tasing his own nuts. The man tased his own ball sack, and that ended up suffering a heart attack. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? I can. I can. Because these people, man, they're not the smartest, they're not the brightest, and I really don't care who I offend out there, because... Fuck it at this point, right? You guys are a bunch of fucking buffoons, clowns, bozos, whatever. Following this leader to trick y'all into thinking that he loves y'all. He got y'all back. You know, no matter what. Oh, he got you. Nah, nah, nobody. Not when you tase your ass in the balls and you have a damn heart attack. Knowing damn well you got high blood pressure. Knowing damn well you ate too much salt this morning. Knowing damn well your fat ass shouldn't not be running nowhere. Trust me, I know. Okay? And you learned your lesson. I don't know. Maybe you didn't actually because you did die of a fucking heart attack. Ooh, so sad. So sad. Real sad. 
You know, that's just tough. That's all I can tell you, really. It's just tough. That's tough because I would never, you know, want to die by tasing my own balls. That might be have might that might have to be top two worst ways to die, and it's not two. I can guarantee you that it is not two. Okay. Now we have this other lady here. Uh, her name was, um, excuse me, I'm not gonna say it. She shall remain nameless because I am not a dog like some of y'all out there on Twitter. I do be acting kind of scary sometimes. But yo, this lady, I saw a video. She's jumping up on a wall, a glass door, trying to break it down. And the Capitol officer, man, he got back there. I'm in the ghetto. Yes. Shot her ass down. Okay. And this lady was a U.S. Air Force veteran. Can you believe it? These are the people fighting for our country. Now, she thought that this was worth the battle. That is not the hill I want to die on. Capitol Hill is not the hill I want to die on. I just don't. And that might just be me. That might just be me, man. But I'm telling you right now, that is not the one that I really want to go on. That is a tough hill to swallow. You know, you finally get up to heaven. You might go to hell. I don't know. I'm not a judge. Okay, I'm not the man upstairs. But when you do get there, you know, he kind of replays your life events for you. Because Lucifer is going to do it. Or God. One of them is going to do it. They're going to replay your life events, show you how you died, show you the whole thing. Right? And when they show you the video, you know, you're fighting, you know, in the Air Force, you're driving planes, whatever. Sorry, I may be ignorant with that stuff. Correct me in the comments if you need to. You know, fighting valiantly, training, tip-top shape, all these accomplishments. Oh, you're doing so good in life. And how does it end? Fighting for a man that does not give one thousandth of a fuck about you. Trust me, I can guarantee that. I can't guarantee many things in this life, but I can guarantee that Trump does not give a fuck about you or your family or your kids. We can bet on that and I'll bet on that every day. Because he shows it to us. He tweets. Come on, man. This guy, he's a big, rich, money man guy. He's had to do the absolute worst to finally, you know, might have to face some consequences. But that's still a might. Now, you're dead. Your family's going to miss you. One nigga tased his balls. Everybody in that motherfucker's damn near going to be arrested if you got caught. It just wasn't worth it. It honestly wasn't worth it. There are better hills to die on. And Capitol Hill with Trump and dudes with, you know, raccoon hats and shirtless bodies attacking the hill it's not the one it's not the one and i can tell you that okay it's just very stupid you got to be smarter than that people that's why i think it's very funny um because look at this idiocracy see i'm not the smartest guy i'm not the most intelligent man but trust me you're not gonna catch me riding high for no damn donald trump I wouldn't even do that shit for no damn Obama, and that's my nigga. But come on, I'm not going shirtless nowhere for my man Obama, first of all, pause, okay? I love that dude, but there's limits. There's limits to my sanity, all right? Y'all got a man, y'all Y'all stay safe, man. 2021 just fucking started. It just started, that's all I'm telling you right now, okay? This fucking year just started. And I did see that Trump was banned from Twitter. Wait, they said like two days ago that he was banned from Twitter. They let him come back in, sneak his way back in. I wonder how. And he tweeted some more nonsense, some more bullshit. I'm not going to be at the inauguration. Who gives a fuck? 
We didn't expect you to be there, sir. No, do we even want you there? Niggas barely want Joe Biden there. Okay. Okay. I'm not gonna go there with y'all right now. But that's not my point. Back to my back to my point. As soon as that kind of happens, more shit is exploding on CNN. Whole lot of drama there. Um, MSNBC, all the news outlets. Fox can't even save him here. Because now Republicans are turning on his, their backs on him. They're trying to put this nigga in the jail. They're trying to get him out of office. And Twitter decides to permanently ban him. And now he's done with Twitter. Nigga done lost his Twitter account. This is some real wild shit. I saw a tweet somewhere. Someone said, man, I'm kind of tired of living through these major historical events. I'm tired. I'm tired. 2020, man, that has not been the one. Now we're spilling over into 2021. They said it's the deluxe of 2020. Man, man, I can't do it no more. I swear, I cannot take any more drama. The fucking president is banned from Twitter. That's the president. What the fuck? What do you? What type of shit are you saying on there that gets you banned? But whatever, man. This nigga Trump is out of there at the very least. And like, can't do my math. 12 days. 12 days. Like, we, we can make it till then. At least when we get this bum-ass nigga in office, it's going to be about better than that. Some sort of professionalism. And we got Kamala Harris in there, black woman, Indian woman, shout out. You know the vibes. But anyway, I wanted to get into something else real quick. I did want to get into sports real quick because I like sports. But it's ain't a sports podcast, so don't, don't skip, all right? Don't skip, all right? It's going to be quick. I just want to say something about the NFL and their playoff predictions. And it's really only one prediction, honestly, because I don't care to give my opinion on any other team. I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I think we are going to see I'm jinxing myself. See, I'm talking. I see when I get loose off the juice, I start to jinx. I think we will beat the Browns on Sunday night. It's me knocking on wood. I think we can get that W. We played them at the end of the season, week 17. They beat us by two points and we only we rested all of our starters. So it's looking good for us. Knock on wood, knock on wood. Juju talking shit already. Don't like it, but knock on wood, knock on wood. I honestly realistically think the Chiefs are going to ultimately win it all. I think they're going to be the ones to go. They just they cruise through this year. They're on cruise control, man. They remind me of the 2016 Warriors. Like, really, they really do because it doesn't even seem like they were just the season they won. They went 14-2. and two. And it was just like an easy season for them. No, nothing crazy. They just played through it. And they look pretty damn good, man. Scary, to be honest. So that's that on my whole sports take. I really think, you know, the Chiefs are going to win it all in the whole thing. Um, you can bet me on it. Probably not a smart thing to do. And you probably know that already if you are watching football anyway. So I have been perusing my way through Reddit. I just joined it. Somebody did tell me to join it. And I'm like, all right, you know, I've been avoiding it my whole life. You know the shit they say about Reddit. Oh, it's nerd shit. That's a place for the nerds, whatever. I fuck with the nerds. I love the nerds. But I never really made my way over there. I didn't really know what it was about. I make it over there. You know, I made an account. I went on there. And I'll be honest. This shit is fire. I don't know what I've been missing out on, man. Shout out to my Reddit niggas. Has it always been like this? Because, yo, this shit... There's just questions about every single topic. You have answers to everything you want. All of life's answers is in this shit. I'm fucking amazed by it, bro. And I, I, I've been, I was on there nonstop. And since 
I'm going to start centralizing my podcast more about social media and kind of getting most of my content from there. Reddit is a great place to fucking start. And this is not an ad. Not yet. <laughs> Wink. But I saw a couple questions on there because that was my main thing. I like to bring y'all questions and kind of give my opinion. And one thing that really stood out to me was, um, you know, what are the double standards that we really, truly hate? And I know a few for me, but for me, uh, the one that did stick out the most was the whole companies quitting, uh, you know, giving your two weeks notice versus not giving your two weeks notice. That whole double standard where a company, they can drop you at the drop of a dime, the drop of a hat. And they can plan this. They know they're going to drop you in a couple of weeks, but they're not going to tell you. They're just going to, you know, kind of, they might give you a day, a couple days, or they might not even give you that, to be honest. They can just give you absolutely nothing, and you're done. You got to walk out the door. They'll walk you right out, and now you got to find a new job. And, you know, you're blindsided, completely blindsided. And nobody, there's no conversation around that where people are saying, oh, that's unprofessional. Is it professional? Whatever. None of that. But say you quit and you don't give your two weeks notice, all of a sudden you are unprofessional. Uh, you're, you got a stain on your resume now. You can't put that phone number down for them to call as a reference. Not that you would anyway because you probably didn't like the job. You probably hated the place. You probably hated the people. You probably hated your bosses. But come on. This whole thing where now I'm unprofessional if I quit today, but I put my blood, sweat, and tears into this fucking company for whatever, how many months, how many years, and I, I've worked through the bullshit of my boss, my manager being a dick. And I've had to deal with that. And I've done it. And I was just, I've gotten fed up with it. May have said a couple things here and there about how I'm being treated. And how we're being treated as, a, as an office, as, a, as, a, as employees. And nothing will get done, right? So the day that I say, hey, this is enough. I can't do it anymore. That's a problem. That makes me unprofessional. Well, fuck you, companies. You guys do this bullshit, all right? It's a bunch of nonsense. I really don't get it. I really don't appreciate it because it kind of it, it sets a bad thing. It sets uh, puts bad things in the mind of the people, you know, knowing that these companies don't give a shit about you. And that's just the case. That's just true. That's always going to be true. That's always just going to be life. They, they're talking big money, big levels that they don't even want us to know about. So why would they, you know, give a show us some respect, right? They kind of show their true colors when they fire you like that. And I'm going to expose myself here a little bit. <laughs> I'll be honest. Let me take a sip. Hold on. I'm going to expose myself. I've done this multiple times in many different jobs where I decided I didn't want to be there anymore. And I didn't give a two-week notice. I'm going to say I worked at this call center once. This is probably... Like five, six years ago. So I'm talking maybe what, 20 years old, you know, my first job in kind of an office setting. It was a call center where we were calling people, trying to get them to donate to the Democratic Party, a whole lot of bullshit. It was like a sales type position, but it was nonsense, right? Nobody wanted to hear us. We we're just niggas on the phone talking about the Democratic Party. The hell? Calling people random cold calling. And I hated the job. And it really wasn't anything with the people in that place. I just did not like the shit. And I was there for only like three weeks. And I just couldn't take it anymore. I was at the desk just falling asleep trying to make these stupid ass calls and read the stupid teleprompt thing. And one day I said, man, I'm going to work today. I went to work. 
Same normal day, my ass falling asleep all up on the desk and just passing out and can't stay awake. My eyes dozing out. I said, yo, man, I'm not doing this today. At lunchtime, I'm taking my ass to Wendy's and I don't know if I'm coming back. Okay. I do not know if I'm coming back, period. Lunchtime comes. I take my ass to Wendy's, walked right up the hill because at this time I didn't have a car yet. Walked my ass right up the hill. Got my ass a Dave's triple because I was treating myself that day. My fat ass needed a Dave's triple. I was trying to treat myself. Come on. Period. Clap for me. Alright, that's my bad attempt at clapping, but I'm sitting there, I'm eating that Dave's triple. Had about had an hour break. Looking at my watch, looking at my phone. Time is starting to get a little close. It's about 1245. 12.50. 1253. Oh, that Dave Tribble starting to settle in. Them fries and that drink starting to settle into my belly. Starting to digest a little bit. I said, man, I ain't going back to that shit. I ain't going back to that fucking job. Fuck them niggas. And from that moment on, man, I called a cab and took my ass home, called an Uber. Took my ass straight home. I was not playing around with them that day. Wasn't going to go back and suffer for the rest of the day. And I'll be honest, they probably did not even notice that I was gone. It might have been the end of the day. They might have said, man, what happened to that fat nigga? Damn, he must have just quit. Hey, and I got a check in the mail, too. That check was like $25. Niggas played me. But I played them. So, fuck it. That's the game we play, okay? You just got to understand that's the game you play. And... I know there's other, you know, there's other double standard questions that we can get into. There's a whole fucking thread of this shit. But I'm not going to get into the juicy ones. I'm not falling for the trap. Because, of course, you guys would expect me to think of the man versus woman. Uh, the double standard. Why women can't be hoes, but men get to be players. Man, that shit is age old, man. We know society is fucked up. Okay. Society is fucked up, man. A lot of things need to change on that. So, hey, that's not my place to step in. I can't. What am I going to do? I'm just one man. Okay, I can only do so much when it comes down to that. So, you're not going to get that one out of me, okay? Not the way y'all be acting out there. Cancel culture. Cancel culture. I'm not afraid of y'all, but I'm just saying I'm not falling into that trap. I don't want them problems. All right? I don't want all the smoke. But I do have another thing. It is kind of juicy, though, and I know some of y'all are going to relate. Can we talk about parents and their control issues? I, hey, I just want to know, can we talk about it? Can we really have this conversation? Um, I saw a story where, you know, a kid ate at a friend's mother's house. You know, and she was one of those parents that made you finish those meals. That might be your parent. Hey, it was my dad. Most of my family, they made you finish your food before you got up. You couldn't do anything, you know, and. It's wild because when you get older, you realize it's not about the food. It's really not about the food. It's about the control. And, you know, on a deeper level, when someone, you know, sees a person they feel like is their full responsibility, um, you know, someone that should yield to their authority, what they expect, it, um, and, you know, not yielding to their authority, they believe that as to be a failure. Let me restart because that was kind of a mess. Let me say it again. It's not about the food. It's about control. 
when someone sees a person they feel like they should be able to control, um, not yielding to their authority, it makes them feel like they have failed as a person, as a parent. So what that kind of turns into is they will they will get it done no matter what. They're going to try their very best, their very hardest to make sure that task gets done. And this just happens to be food. And this is something, you know, you see it all the time. Clean your plate. Clean your plate. I'm still. It's in my head till this day. If I'm eating food, I have to clean the plate. Why leave a little bit amount? And some people will say, well, Q, this goes back to um, not just control, but this is, uh, you know, people that were poor. They're taught to eat all their food. They're, they're kind of made to eat all their food. But I've seen in situations where people aren't poor and they're not struggling for food. But the parent is, eat your food, eat your food, eat your food. Make sure it's all gone. This kind of breeds bad habits. It kind of can lead to obesity and fat niggas like me, right? Not saying, oh, there's plenty of other fucking reasons. My fat ass just ate a big-ass rice bowl tonight. But I'm just saying, when you're young, I've been big my whole life. So this kind of stuff starts at a young age, man. And it's not just that with parents. Parents, of course, they have to control their kids somewhat, right? It shouldn't get to a next level where then it gets kind of crazy and the older you get, it's more extreme. I've seen extreme-ass cases. Even when I saw something on Twitter, a video where a girl was explaining how strict her parents were, and she had said that, you know, phone, computer, TV, all off by 9 p.m., phone in the parents' room every single night. Now, we're talking about a 16, 17-year-old girl at this point, you know, ready to learn about life, ready just to see things for herself, um, you know, not able to hang out with friends, not able to go out anywhere, especially alone, um, you know, back to the eating thing, making sure they have to eat a certain amount of meals each day, make sure they have to eat a specific thing all day. And this is just miserable. And I saw a lot of people in the comments saying, oh, this may be abuse. And I kind of agree because at that point, come on, you're not letting the kid even grow up. They don't know anything. They're going to be sheltered. They're going to go out into the world. Eventually, when you pass away, or you get old and can't take care of them anymore. They're not going to know what to do. And a lot of the problem is parents think they know um, what they're doing. They, they believe that they're teaching the kid about responsibility and limiting yourself and self-discipline. But actually, they're doing the opposite. Because this kid's not going to want to learn that stuff if they see all their friends doing all these things and they can't do anything. Of course, some restraint is cool. But some of that shit, man, it, it goes too far. And you're just ruining some of these kids, man. I'm telling you. Okay, I went to college. I seen them girls and the dudes that was, you know, had strict parents growing up all through their lives. Man, I know some of y'all know this. Some of my college folk. It might be you listening. Soon as you step foot on a college campus, whoa, 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 nobody on my bike, nobody on my back, I can do whatever I want, come on, man, I know you know them girls, and I know you know them dudes, they was going crazy, they was getting transported to the hospital, drinking every weekend, fucking everybody, hey, we have fun, right, we have fun with them people, but in the serious terms, that's what the parent is trying to avoid, but they end up pushing the kid towards that. So, you know, on a deeper, darker, on a deeper, darker, these parents got to chill for real. Yeah, but who am I, right? I don't have no fucking kids. And that probably takes away all my credibility right there, right? Probably takes it all away, but I don't care. 
I see a lot of this shit just from examples, man. And of course, parents aren't perfect, but y'all got to loosen up, man. Y'all got too much control, right? Too many issues with that shit. Just loosen up. Let your kids live a little. Let them be free. Let them get a taste so they at least know what it's like. Because that's the problem. They go to college. They don't know what the fuck it's like. So they go crazy. Might even become drug addicts. Who knows, man? We hope not. We hope not. But them niggas got the coke on campus. Okay? Shit. They got the coke on campus. They got the weed on campus. They got the drug, the drinks, all of that. So, hey, you want to prepare your children out there, all right? You want to be smart about it, man. Know when you're trying to go over the board with the control shit, all right? You just really have to know. I'm really in my bag this episode, in my serious shit. But, you know, that's how I'm feeling, man. You know, Reddit got me on this shit. So, to even get to more shit, all right, I'm going to get off my grievances now. And I haven't done that in a little while. But. Some shit been bothering me, okay? And this week, I went straight to my notes. As soon as something happened, I went straight to my notes. And you know one thing that really grinds my gears, gets on my damn nerves? If I'm sitting in the living room watching a TV show, watching a movie, something you don't know, don't walk into the living room and just ask me what I'm watching. You know, don't don't ask me what I'm watching. Don't ask me what it's about. But, hey. Maybe if you ask what I'm watching, that's okay. One question you can get off. But don't ask me what it's about now. Don't try to have a whole full conversation about the damn show. Why would I want to do that? I'm trying to watch this so you see me sitting here completely locked in, focused. And your first thing is to have a conversation with me? Come on, nigga. I'm watching the show. Trying to focus. Okay, I'm watching a show with a complicated plot. And you fucking my plot all up. Alright. And that shit really pissing me off. Okay. That's I gotta get off my grievances to y'all. Another thing. Another thing. While I'm here, I'm gonna stay right here. I don't get why women will complain, 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 complain when they posting booty pics, titty pics, all type of pics on the timeline. And they complain when dudes is acting thirsty. Of course, I know the line between respect, right? I get it. You got to be respectful, fellas. Y'all got to be respectful. Chill. I'm not talking about that. But if dudes is going to be lusty in the comments, thirsty, horny niggas is just out there ready to pounce. They're going to be in your DMs. They're going to give you attention. And maybe you didn't want the attention, so I get that. But it's just how it's going to happen. Dudes are horny. Okay, and that's a... Tricky topic because it can get into a whole bunch of different things. But I'm strictly talking about the timeline. I'm talking about the social media life, the social media platforms where a girl may make a TikTok and she's shaking that ass, shaking that ass. You know, all the challenges that come out every damn week. And the dude's getting the comments, lusty, real lusty. What do you want them to do? Okay, you can't get mad at that because then I'll see a general conversation going on between women. And it seems like they don't want that. They're sick of it. And I'm having trouble kind of comprehending that whole thing because that's just what's going to happen. You know, that's when you post something real thirsty, thirst trap, as they call it. That's exactly what's going to happen. People are going to be thirsty. They're going to get caught up in the trap. So I, I never understood the whole conversation of we don't like it and we don't want it. Um, you know, dudes are nasty. And I'm not excusing them or justifying them, but that's what's going to happen. That's my point. It's like, oh, perfect example. If you're walking across the street, I'm driving my whip. See me, I'm a sane person, okay? I don't drive around angry. But 
if you decide to just walk into the street, not even on a crosswalk, just walking across the street without even getting a confirmation from me that I'm stopping or slowing down or if, or even if I saw you, how do you know that I might just not hit you because I wasn't paying attention or I'm having a bad day that day and I just want to hurt somebody and you walk in front of the car? How do you know? How can you guarantee that as the walker? You, my point is you're putting yourself kind of oh, this is going to sound real fucking nasty. But in terms of the car person, you're putting yourself in danger by stepping out into the street when you have any you don't you don't know what that person behind the wheel is going through. So kind of stepping out into the street is not really a good idea, at least if you know that they've stopped, if they've seen you. And honestly, they, they don't relate because, you know, I guess in my mind was going to a place of, um, you know, women that are being thirst trapping, trappy on the timeline, putting themselves out there like that. And they're going to get responses. It's going to elicit responses from thirsty, horny niggas. That's just what's going to happen. And. Like I said, it's something that it don't really bother me, but it just kind of, you know, gets into my head a little bit. I don't really understand it. Uh, I wish somebody could answer that for me. What? So maybe you just want to post a pic, not for attention, but just because you want to post a pic. Can you explain that for me? Some woman, please explain to me the kind of the thought process behind that whole thing, because I would like to know. I honestly would. I would like to know. Whew. I'm cooking with gas this episode, y'all. I'm cooking with gas. I'm serving y'all up. Damn. I'm looking like, come on, LeBron, game seven. Come on, Will, every game. I'm doing this for y'all every week now. We about 30 minutes in, y'all. Can you believe it? I'm, I'll be honest. I'm loving my whole free flow kind of style right now. I am vibing with that because this shit is just easier. Feels better. Feels more natural to y'all, man. Instead of cutting everything out, I want y'all to hear my breaths. <sighs> okay? I want you to hear me taking a sip of this shit. If you go on YouTube, you can see it. That's a secret for y'all. Secret tip. But fuck it. Y'all want to see me, then fuck it. Then fuck you, too. But I won't be so vulgar. Because if you made it this far, I fuck with you heavy. <laughs> I fuck with you. For real. So actually, I take that back. I will take that back. But, like I said, y'all, we're reaching that 30-minute point. And I want to kind of leave y'all with something good. I want to leave y'all with some advice. Haven't given y'all that in a minute. And I want to kind of give that back to y'all now. So, I want y'all to stop avoiding. Avoidance is a terrible thing. I do it every day. You know, whether it's trying to avoid little tasks. Whether it's avoiding a conversation with someone. Whether it's just avoiding an important conversation with somebody, avoiding something important, avoiding anything. You know, you wake up in the morning and you don't want to take that pee, but you got to get up. Your, your fucking bladder is on fire. Your bladder is bloated, about to explode, man, but you're procrastinating just to pee. Get up and pee. And look, you're probably thinking, damn, I didn't know that was a deeper problem, but it is, man. It's avoidance. Stop avoiding things, fellas and ladies and my ladies and my fellas. Your life will get a lot better if you just force yourself to do those little things. And eventually that turns into the big things. Everything becomes easier. Everything becomes a lot easier. And like I said, it's something that I've been dealing with. You know, I'll avoid everything. If it requires any kind of effort or work, I'll just avoid it. And I, I can't think of the thought process really. It's just something that becomes a habit and becomes bad and you become comfortable. Stop staying comfortable. 
you know, kind of go out a little bit on the limb. Get that shit done today. Make a to-do list. Get everything you need to get done today, tomorrow, the week. Spread it out for yourself. Break it down. Whatever you got to do. Because I promise you, you will feel a lot better. Your life will be a lot smoother. You'll be happier, more prideful about yourself at the end of the day, knowing you got things done and you stopped avoiding. And like I said, it's little shit. It's not always this big stuff. Stop avoiding, y'all, for real. But that's it for me today. It's a three-day weekend podcast hosted by your boy Q Avery. Okay, follow me on Instagram, Podwave, at the three-day weekend pod. Ha, follow me everywhere else and subscribe on YouTube. That's Q Avery TV. And I'm definitely going to leave y'all with a song of the week. And that song this week is going to be Ugly by Russ featuring Lil Baby. Turn it up, y'all. And once again, thank you for listening to me, man. Keep rocking with me, y'all. I love y'all for real. I don't gotta say what's up to you. I don't gotta say hey. Now I don't gotta act like I fuck with you. Bitch, I'm already paid. If you talk shit, then it's up with you. And that's where it's gonna stay. Yeah, cause I ain't gotta act like I fuck with you. Cause I'm already paid. Cause I got your bitch now in love with me. Now it's getting ugly Cause I got your bitch now in love with me And I'm in this bitch now it's getting ugly Money by the millions every month My bro just told me that he's good He made a killing off the run So I'm in Atlanta But I'm bringing home Brazilians from the club These women feel like I'm the one I got Sicilian in my blood Plus Big Tim and Herb stay on my side Got it up Eight figures while staying inside Bought another new car Love the way that it glides Killing y'all every year's on my mind I don't gotta say what's up to you I don't gotta say hey Now I don't gotta act like I fuck with you Bitch, I'm already paid It's way too late if you talk shit, then it's up with you And that's where it's gonna stay yeah, cause I ain't gotta act like I fuck with you Cause I'm already paid <laughs> Cause I got your bitch now in love with me And I'm in this bitch now, it's getting ugly Cause I got your bitch now in love with me And I'm in this bitch now, it's getting ugly Everything I'm feeling kinda stylish I don't feel like driving so I'm sliding with the driver Stripper party last night, 36,000 Young, rich, and reckless, don't forget that we be wildin' Cap rappers running off, sweating out loud And back to back, I'm getting parked outside She trying to get out of here, I'm feeling her vibe Give a couple seconds, tell the friend them bye Diamonds in my teeth, you don't see them, I don't speak I done went up 3M this week Arguing with my girl, I think I caught up with a freak That's about me, 150,000 in a Jeep I be pushing pounds, it's on God, niggas weak Bro gon' hit his ass with that rod if you tweak I done talked her into a menage, I'm a freak Fold me in that car, never started a lease I don't gotta say what's up to you I don't gotta say hey Now I don't gotta act like I fuck with you Bitch, I'm already paid